Welcome to the Encouraging Words for Wives podcast, where we focus on talking about all the real things within a marriage that no one likes to talk about and all of the small decisions that we need to make to be the best version of ourselves to enhance our marriages by following biblical teaching. I'm your host, Simone Phillips from London. For more information, visit our website, www.encouragingwordsforwives.com. I'm not claiming to be an expert. I'm just a woman that's been through some stuff and wanted to create a platform to encourage our wives out there. Welcome to episode nine. Whoop, 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 whoop. How are you? How are you all doing? How are you all feeling? I hope you're all well. I really do hope that everyone is well, everyone's doing okay. Today, I wanted to speak about today's topic is the power of being patient. Wow. Personally, I have, uh, personally, having patience is one of the hardest things to do. It's so difficult, especially when we want to be in control of things when we want things done our own way, at our own time. And all throughout scripture, it talks about being patient and having faith and waiting on the Lord. And you know what? It just reminds me of that song. Uh, (coughs) I'm going to sing. Don't judge me. And I probably will get the words wrong. But hey, you catch my drift. Those that wait on the Lord shall renew their strengths they shall mount up on wings just like an eagle and so they shall run and not grow weary they shall walk and never faint they that wait on the lord and i wait on the lord i'll leave it there (laughs) i'm not a singer i'm not claiming to be a singer either but honestly whenever i think about having patience It just reminds me of that song, Waiting on the Lord. When we wait on the Lord, we shall renew our strength. It just reminds me of that. And waiting on the Lord is basically having patience and trusting in him in whatever we need him to come through for us on. So seriously, let's get to it. I'm messing about today. I like to have a laugh on them. I joke on my own. Honestly, I just find it hilarious. Anyway, let's get let's get serious. Let's get to it, people. Let's get to it. When I think of the word patience, it takes me back to wedding ceremonies. You know, like at most weddings, right? If it's like a Christian-based wedding or even non-faith, to be fair, and there's scriptures being read, the most common one is... 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4, which is love is patient, love is kind, it does not envy, it is not, it does not boast, it is not proud. So I even had that verse at my own wedding, and it sounds so nice, like, yes. But honestly, do we take that scripture in as wives? Or not even as wives, as women, as human beings, do we even take that in? Have we taken the time to really dissect that and really understand what this scripture is about? So let me take you back. You know, I love a story time. So let me take you back 
to a time where I was a few months away from being married. And it, I was just thinking to myself, I wasn't sure on what a wife was. I didn't know my role and my place or what I should be doing as a wife. Because I think my mindset and where I was at, was it was very blurred. If I'm being totally honest with you, I think it was because I didn't know who I was. I didn't, I genuinely didn't know who I was as an individual. So going into a marriage, all of those lines were completely blurred and it, there was a level of confusion because I didn't know who I was going into it, which will cause, it does cause division in a marriage. If you, you're going in and you don't know who you are, I'm telling you, it causes division. So I haven't even gone into what I want to say, but just <laughs> as we're here, I might as well park it right here and go into this. It's so vital. And I think I've said this before. It's so vital to know who you are as an individual and to not lose your identity because you would get lost within a marriage because when you are married, there's a lot of compromising that you need to do, a lot of give and take, but you need to know who you are. You need to know what your likes are, what your dislikes are, what you like enjoying and still make room for you to be you, but balancing how to compromise for the other person and getting that balance is very difficult and it's even harder and worse to be honest when you don't know yourself because you don't know who you are and then you're having to compromise but you don't know who you are it doesn't it logically it doesn't make sense it will cause issues major major issues so my advice to anyone who isn't married is please spend this time finding out who you are. And even if you are married and you're, you're still not finding out who you are, listen to the previous episodes about praying and fasting and really dealing with certain things and asking God and spending that quiet time with God where he can help you and direct you and prune you and mould you into the person and the, the woman, the men, if men who are listening into the person that God has called you to be. You need to spend that time even if you are within a marriage, spending your own devotional time and your quiet time with God so he can direct you and mould you into the person that he's called you to be. That's so important. It is absolutely number one. So if I'm being honest and transparent with you, I've, I'm thinking now, now that I've spoken it out loud, yes, I can definitely probably say that I was in a space where I didn't know who I was because the woman that I was then is completely different to the woman I am now. And that's because I know who I am. I know who I am as Simone. I know who I am as a woman. I know who I am in Christ. I know who I am. And I don't need to pretend to be anyone that I'm not. When I walk into a room, I'm me. I am literally like Marmite. People either get me or they don't. And not everyone's going to like me. And I'm okay with that. It is what it is. That's why God's made me unique. So it's important that you work on that. And let me get into it. I feel like I'm waffling. Oh my gosh. I, I really need a timer. <laughs> or I need an executive producer with me now. 
to help me stay on track. Someone that can be in my ears. Stay on track, Simone. Right, let me get into it because I feel like I've gone off a bit. So when I went into my pruning place, I remember crying out to the Lord, asking him to help me to be a better wife. And I remember I came across that particular scripture and I began to pray over the scripture. I would say things that, Lord, help me to be a patient person. You are a God that is love. Help me to love everyone. Help me to be kind. Help me not to have be envious of anyone. Help me not to have any envy in my heart towards anyone. Help me not to be boastful. Help me not to be proud. So I used to pray over the, the entire scripture. When I was in my pruning stage, God revealed to me that I wasn't a patient person. If I wanted something, my expectation is I'm having it now. In my head, I'm like, right, this is what I want. This is what I'm getting. I'm, I'm getting it now. There was no sort of patient... I wanted it right away. If I wanted my husband to do something around the house, let's just say, I don't know, I'm just trying to think of an example. Wash the dishes at first, when we first moved in. Wash the dishes more. I would moan and complain about it. Because in my head, I'm like, look, I need it done. Like, just do it right, like, do it now. Like, in my head, I would be like, do it now roll my eyes I didn't actually have patience so he will do it but he would just do it in his time but I wanted it done in my time <laughs> so I definitely needed patience within that area and not once did I go to God and pray about things before my pruning stage how I was I didn't go to God with any of these things I would just moan complain and that was it there's a saying not even a saying but even in the Bible it talks about pray about everything I've only learnt that within the last two years. I never used to pray about everything. I didn't. I would just pray about some things. And it was almost like, oh, no, I don't need to pray about that. Or why do I need to even tell God about that? God doesn't really care about things like that. But honestly, you need to pray about everything. Absolutely every little thing. Patience is like an all-rounder. You know, you need to have patience with your children. You need to have patience with a business deal that you're waiting to come through. You need to have patience at work. You need to have patience even with your friends and your family. Obviously, you need patience within a marriage, dating, in relationships in general. You need to have patience. And even now, I still ask God to give me patience. And as often as wives and, and even human beings, we like things done our own way. As believers, we have to have faith. And this is probably patience ties in with faith. And patience ties in with trusting in God and understands that it's God's will. What it is, is just ensuring that we trust in God about whatever we're waiting on. So, for example, you could be waiting on a job offer to come through and you're waiting and you're, like, you're trying to be patient, but you're getting frustrated because you keep getting rejection after rejection after rejection. And, you know, the scripture is telling you have patience. The sermon's telling you have patience. Everyone around you is like, no, you know, the right job will come along. It's the right one. And you're just like, no. And then especially when you set your heart, you know, them ones where you set your heart on the job, like you saw yourself in that job role, you bought your outfit. That was your job. In your head, that was your job. And then you get the reject letter or you get the reject call. It's disheartening having patience for something that you really want. It's hard. It's so 
hard. And it's even harder when God is silent. Where you're like, you're praying, you're fasting. Lord, what, do you, what are you saying about this? What do you want me to do about this? And this radio is silent. You're like, are you for real? People, when you're asking God for something and he is radio silent, you just be still. And you continue to focus on God. That's just me speaking from experience. Let's bring it back to marriage. So let's just say your love language is quality time and your husband is busy, he does a nine to five, he's got his business side hustle and he's quite active swimming, golf, tennis, football. He's got his hobbies on the side as well. And your love language is quality time and you've had countless of conversations with him to say, look, babe, I need you to spend more time with me. I want to spend more time with you, etc." You've told him countless of times there's no change happening, literally zero. Or them ones where they change for like a month, like two two to three weeks, they change because it's fresh in their mind. Then they start to drift off. Ladies, we all know how it goes. It all it, it happens. If we are honest with ourselves, that has happened. Where you have that conversation, they'll be they they'll be on it for like two weeks. Week three, starting to drop off. Week four, it's back to old habits. At what point did you go to God and pray about it? Seriously, at what point? And then we then start getting frustrated. So we get vexed now. There's arguments. There's resentment. There's silent treatment. All of that starts happening. We didn't go and pray about it because we it's the whole patience thing. We didn't go to God and ask, Lord, give me patience. Lord, help my husband to understand this is a requirement. This is what I need. Help him to understand. Help me, Lord, to be able to articulate this in a way where my husband understands where I'm coming from so that there's a shift and a change. Speak to God about it. Have a conversation. Have a conversation. Sit in God's presence and he will guide you. He will guide you of what to say. He will start shifting the situation. But if you haven't gone to God about it, of course, there's going to be issues. Of course, there's going to be resentment. And then we all know, ladies, what happens. The enemy starts to creep in. We know that. And it just reminds me of that situation of the story in the Bible in Genesis with Sarah. Sarah, God already promised her that she was going to give birth to a child. And she didn't believe and she lacked patience and she took matters into her own hands. She didn't want to wait. She didn't want to wait on God's timing. Remember, God's timing is perfect and God's timing is different to our timing. He knows the beginning, the middle and the end. We can't see that. We don't have tunnel vision. God knows everything. And she took matters into her own hands by ordering her husband to sleep with her slave, Hagar. And they had a baby. So imagine... You're allowing, you lack so much patience that you take things, matters into your own hands and you order your husband to sleep with your servant. Excuse me? So that they have a baby. So that's what happened. That's what she done. Then they had the baby. And then Sarah began to be, she then got vexed and she got annoyed with Hagar. Fast forward to chapter 21. Read this in your own time. Now, all this drama pops off. Envy, like jealousy was happening I don't have time to go through it now, but you need to read it. All this stuff pops off in chapter 21. All that drama happened because she took things into her own hands. She should have just kept humble. 
and held on to what God had promised her. It would have saved her all of that trouble. How many times, ladies, have you taken things into your own hands and probably made a mess of it? Sometimes just have patience. Have patience. And that's with anything, whether you want your husband to change in a particular area, bring it to God, have patience. Trust that he will change, he will shift, he will move in the area that, he, that you need him to show up in. It's all good asking for patience. It's whether what you're asking for is in God's will for your life. So that's another thing that you need to pray about as well. So patience is a trait that unfortunately in this quick, fast paced society, we really have to be careful that we're not following others. As my pastor would say, microwave generation. And it's so true because we want things done now. We don't want to do the work. It's just like, for example, and I am not judging anyone that cooks eggs in a microwave, by the way. We want things done now. We're not willing to do the graft and the work it's like an air fryer. You can put something in the air fryer. It's ready in 20 minutes. We don't want to spend the time now, put it, season it up, two days, standing on the stove, physically cooking it. We want it quick. That's where we're at in society. But God doesn't work that way. God is not quick. God is not a microwave. When we have patience, it's perseverance. God wants us to persevere. So it's so important that we have patience because patience corrects and changes and moulds our characters. And also patience ties in with perseverance as well. And there's something so humbling about having perseverance and waiting on God. Right, so the verse of the week this week is Ephesians 4, chapter 2. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. And I love this verse. This is basically telling us how we need to be. We need to be humble, quiet, not every day, yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes just be quiet. Be gentle. So even when we are addressing certain situations, we don't need to do it in an aggressive manner. We don't need to do it in a rude, negative way. We can just be gentle and talk. Just be gentle and kind. But I love the end part. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. And I like the fact that it's got in love at the end, meaning... We need to be compassionate. We need to be understanding. You know, we can't just write someone off just like that. It doesn't, God doesn't work that way. God is a God of love. And if you're feeling negative feelings, like anger, hurt, like all of those negative feelings, we know that those feelings are not from God. So we need to go to our husbands when we are feeling frustrated with whatever he's done. We need to go to him and address situations in a humbling way, in a gentle way, but being understanding and have compassion for the other person. We're adults here. We're, you know, I don't know the age range of the listeners, but we're all adults. You've been like this for a very long time. God can only change the person, you know. The person can make those changes but number one they need to want to change make those changes and number two god without god it won't be sustainable so they can change but how long for so if you're trying to change a behavior 
It's not an overnight thing. It takes like 66 days to create a habit. So can you imagine like having patience if you're trying to change your husband's behaviour in a certain area? That's a long time. So it's not a overnight thing. You're looking at years and you need to be open to that and just understand that. You know, a lot of the times, we, like I keep saying, we want things done now and it's like, no, it, it doesn't work that way. So ladies... Please have patience with your husbands. Definitely meditate on that scripture because that one is a, a fantastic one to always refer back to. I'll say it again. So Ephesians 4 verse 2. Just one tip from me. Meditate and ask God to help you to have patience. Even if you feel that you are a patient person, ask God for more, especially when it comes to your husband and your king. That is my tip for you today. If you also have any suggestions or ideas that you would like to see featured on the podcast, I welcome your input. Please send this to info at encouragingwordsforwives.com. Let's keep the conversation going and connect with me on all social media platforms. You can find me on Instagram, I'm on TikTok and on Twitter. Be sure to go over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify and wherever else you are listening to your podcast. Remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. I'm excited. I'm so excited for this journey. And I really pray that you all have a blessed week and take care. <laughs>